Hi everyone, Brian from The Critical Twits here. Today we've got something a little bit different for you. We've got a video review of the new Stackbots video game and an exclusive audio interview with the developer that we grabbed at Dragon Meat. Firstly, we're taking a look at Stackbots Breakout, a new puzzle game from Dog-Eared Games that's currently available via itch.io for PC or Mac. It costs two of your American dollar monies, which is a veritable fortune in this post-Brexit world. It's also currently undergoing Steam Greenlight verification. Stackbots Breakout is based on the tabletop card game Stackbots, which launched on Kickstarter in 2013 and has added a couple of successful expansion packs since then. We picked up a copy of the tabletop game at the UK Games Expo and have really enjoyed it. The game centres around revealing robots from stacks of bots, hence the name, and destroying your opponent's stacks. Last bot standing wins. It's a quick, fun, simple game that you can play in 10 minutes with minimal rules explanation. So if you like tabletop games and have space in your collection for something fast and fairly light, we recommend you check it out. We're also lucky enough to have been given a copy of the new video game version of Stackbots to try. Stackbots Breakout turns the player versus player combat of the original card game into a single player puzzle game, where you have to use your stacks of robots to defeat a preset opposing horde. Like a lot of small independent puzzle games, it features a three star rating system based on how many of your bots are still alive at the end of the level. First of all, the game does a good job of easing you in, introducing the different types of bot one at a time, with five levels for each bot. This allows you to slowly build up your familiarity with the different characters. You'll need this introduction as there are over 230 different puzzles and 45 bots to take on, which should take you hours to complete, especially if you're like me and hate to move on until you've saved as many bots as possible and got all three stars. Each bot in your stack has its own special ability and attack value and will take damage as well as give it. Only the robot at the front of each stack can attack so you'll have to plan ahead to make sure you have the right bot in place at the right time. The click and drag system is simple and intuitive and quick to pick up. The complexity comes through the different types of bots and their various abilities. Core bots just do damage running face first into enemies or at least that's what I like to imagine them doing. Spike bots kill the bot behind the one they attack with their stabby bits, while trip bots push opposing bots around like a playground bully. There are dozens of bots to master and play with, and the game's puzzles increase in complexity each time a new one is introduced. A bot will act in the same way each time with no randomization, like a good program robot should, so all the puzzles can be solved with a good dose of logic, giving your brain a workout along the way. You take on the same kind of bots that you fight with, so as your options grow, so do the challenges you face. To unlock the next type of bot, you have to complete five levels and defeat a boss challenge, which adds a nice sense of pace to the game. Although I think things might drag if you're struggling with a level, as the campaign is linear and you can't skip any of the tricky levels. I've played the game for a couple of hours now and I've barely scratched the surface, which is great. It shows that there's a lot more of the game still to come. Stackbots Breakout feels like the kind of game that would be perfectly at home on a touchscreen tablet or phone. The kind of thing you can load up while you're whiling away those empty minutes waiting for friends, queuing for some newly acquired loot in the shop or sitting on the toilet. I'm not here to judge. You disgusting person, you. The game has a quirky art style that I know doesn't appeal to everyone, but I personally find the robots rather cute. The soundtrack and effects have a nostalgic chip-tune feel to them that perfectly fits the theme. It's also gloriously free of microtransactions and their accompanying bullshit, which can only be a good thing. Now, there are a few minor issues with the game, which can only be 
expected at such an early stage. There are a few spelling mistakes and some minor issues when you tab in and out of the game. The graphics can go a little bit wonky, but these are quite minor and they don't detract in any way from the, the core gameplay. What is really distracting is the way the theme tune resets every time that you restart the level, which can be, you know, every sort of 30 seconds if you're really trying to get those three stars. And I've memorized those opening notes. I'd rather the sound just played continuously in the background and I'd, I'd quite like them to fix that before it drives me mad. It would be nice as well if the box themselves showed a little bit more character with maybe some animations or like sort of fidgeting, moving around when they're not in use because they're kind of rather flat and static. But these are the small issues and the core puzzle gameplay is really, really good. And I hope that these are things that they can sort of patch in or add to the game as they make their way through the green light process. Snackbox Breakout is a cute addictive little puzzle game. Trying to get all three stars on each level will take you quite a long time and it's a great way to exercise your brain. There's a level editor included and a promised future player versus player mode which should bridge the gap between the card game and the video game incarnations. So the future looks quite good for Snackbots. I'm really impressed with the game and I'm looking forward to playing it some more. So yeah, so we're just here talking with the designer of Snackbots. Hello. Hi. Tell them your name so they know who you are. My name's Tom. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Would you be my friend? <laughs> oh, maybe, um, maybe on Facebook. Not in real not life. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook friends? Facebook friends is nice. That works. Yeah. See you. Um, yeah, so um, let's start with Stackbots. What yep. was the sort of the idea, the inspiration behind Stackbots? Um, so Stackbots stemmed out of a bigger game that uh, had 10 factions and was far too complicated and slowly got distilled down into just the one faction that became the robots and grew from there. Um, yeah, so it's a, a bastard derivation of several different versions of games that, yeah, became the beast it is today. I don't think I could design games because I would make a thing and then it wouldn't work and then I'd go home and cry and I would stop. <laughs> it's the not stopping. That's yeah. the, you had to repeat that loop. Um, yeah, it's, you go through many cycles of going, oh, this works, I've had this amazing idea, especially when you're half asleep uh, or drunk. And then, yeah, you test it and go, oh, none of that worked at all. It was, yeah, not a good idea in the slightest. And I've now scribbled on all the cards that I had made before that did work and changed things and then now I have to remake them all. <laughs> Are you ever going to go back to the, the bigger idea or is that written off now and you're just happy with the small... Possibly, time, time pending. Um, because time and ideas pending, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, I don't know, it would be a hell of a lot of work. Um, but yeah, possibly further down the line. Because originally, not I thought it was too complicated because the people I was hanging out with weren't really gamers. But having since delved deeper into the dark chambers of gaming, yeah. uh, I, people would be like, what's this simple game? <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we, we love a complicated game. Yeah, yeah the there's time and a place for all of them, I think. But yeah, the more complicated you get, the smaller your audience is, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think a good a good benchmark is to compare it to something like Twilight Imperium. <laughs> if it, if, if the it becomes the most complicated game. Yeah, if it's going to take you three weekends to play, maybe a bit much. Yeah. But it, I, I think, I mean, we've played games that last hours of yeah, many, many things, yeah. to be honest. Um, I wouldn't say complexity is necessarily a bad thing, but like, like Brian said, it's, it will narrow your market. So yes. yeah. I suppose it's that, there's that consideration as well. Yeah, what was it that got you into wanting to make games then? Um 
kind of did it when I was really young. Um, me and my little brother used to play. We had um, what were they called a Citadel combat cards, I think. Yes, that had like yeah, a little one. We used to play with them and basically top trumps, but you could mix the decks in with each other. But that got pretty boring pretty quickly being top trumps. Um, so we used to come up with just like made up games that didn't have proper rules where they were fighting each other and this, that, and the other. Um, and used to like take board games and change things and mess about with them. And then like years later, didn't do that for ages, and then got uh, into magic fairly heavily. And then, yeah, restirred the, the bug for working on games. And then, yeah, a few years later emerged with something that was possible. <laughs> I, I assume when you say into magic, you mean the gathering. You weren't like yes. pulling a rabbit out of a hat and went, oh shit, I've got a really good idea for a game. I play games. <laughs> <laughs> pulling a small robot out of a hat and going, shit, this is Wait a thing. Wait a minute. <laughs> Next big thing. I can create anything I like as long as it's a dice, a card or a meeple. I must become a game maker. Yes. I will summon the pieces from the ether. <laughs> don't need a manufacturer. I've got all these silk scarves. <laughs> Legitimate design process being discussed. Yeah. Um, manufacturing process, I suppose, isn't it? Cool. Um, so the because we've played the basic stack bots, the, yeah. uh, the, the card version. Well, we played both, but um, the expansion. Yeah. So for those listening that have played stack bots or seen our thing of stack bots that want a bit of idea what this expansion holds, is there any kind of exciting, particularly exciting things that are coming in? Yeah. Uh, so in the red one, which we've just launched today, coincidentally, um, you've got a whole new set of cards in there. Uh, so all the bots do something different. Uh, new game mechanics in there some incredibly destructive cards that um, can take out like five or six cards at once um, very nasty things uh, you've also got two new game modes one is the breakout version that uh, the desktop game so the the card equivalent of that that you can play um, as a solitaire game and then there's a completely different way of playing the game where you build up from nothing on the table and you have to use the ranks of the cards and it's like a two-player standoffish um, battle of attrition very different game um, cool. yeah so, so does the breakout version introduce solo play? Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there, there was, in the previous expansion, there was a different way of playing solo play, um, but this is a slightly evolved version. Um, There's a lot of different game modes. It's one of the things I quite like about it, is yeah. you can play it in lots of different ways or combine more than one deck of cards together and have your own or sort yeah. of build a bit of deck building and stuff in there as well yeah, it's interesting like meeting people here who've played it and come back and played it again to see where they've taken that because everyone's taken it to kind of a different level um, we've got to the point where I've built up like a do you know Trello mm. um, yeah. built up a big directory on there that's got like 50 game variations on it now so it's supposed to be more easily digestible so people can look at things and pick them out and go oh I'll try doing it like that and awesome so, yeah. yeah, sounds good. How's, how are you doing on the digital version of the of Statbots? Um, digital version, uh, we're not making much progress on the main app. Um, still trying to find someone who we can work with who isn't going to bankrupt me a second time. Um, <laughs> or be an arse. Um, yeah, there's quite a strict criteria that seem yeah. incredibly difficult to meet for, uh, for the developers I've met. So if you're out there and you're listening and you want to make some uh, games, then get in contact. Jamie makes um, games. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what hey! Well, I suppose um, for Dogger Games, you know, you look at, you're looking to expand into other games and starting to build out, yeah. rather than just being the guys that do stack bots. Yeah. Yeah, we, we even got build on this one as Stackbots rather than Dog-Eared Games, so it's probably time to branch out a little bit and uh, work on some other things before yeah. you get too typecast. Um, 
yeah, um, some other games in the works. Um, uh, yeah, so we're working on a, a dice game at the moment, which I was thinking we could have a little playtest of in a minute. That sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, we went off with Tom and played his brand new prototype for Dog-Eared Games' next game. Something a little bit different for them that involves lots and lots of dice. Yeah, handfuls of really large dice. A uh, handful. I, I was at one point, I think I was rolling 20 oversized D6, mm-hmm. which didn't fit in my tiny hobbit hands. Um, <laughs> he did say that um, in the prototype stage, they're a bit bigger than they will be on release, but um, I quite enjoyed it. I, I, I loved having a big handful of dice. There was something really satisfying about picking up all those dice and chucking them down all at once and uh, searching through them and finding what you, uh, what you liked. Yeah. Um, so how would you describe this game to anybody that hasn't played it before well, which it, is pretty much everybody it seems like a, a cross between it's obviously it's in a very early stage so things might change um, but it seems like a cross between a dice game and a set collection game so mm. you're you're collecting together either colours of dice or symbols on dice and some of the symbols are on more than one colour Yeah, and you're you're then you're doing all sorts of little things with let me a little bit of dice masters actually where you have a pool of dice that you've used and then a pool of dice that are ready to be recycled back in that's true yeah and yeah there there, there was no theme at the time no it, it could be themed in so many different ways and I think they've got an idea for a theme but yeah. again it could yeah you could set it in a fantasy setting or you could set it in modern day you could do all sorts of interesting things with it yeah there was a there was an element of matching together gold and houses were the symbols that that tom would put on the dice at this point so you needed a a, a house for the gold to go into yeah there was an element of player interaction you could zap opponents or you could stab them with swords so yeah so zapping opponents would let you take away certain dice that they've already sort of scored yeah whereas the swords would let you damage their hit points and i think is it um, the first person to 10 gold would win yeah well the last person standing so you could murder everybody else yeah and there was quite a few different mechanics fused together in a new way so i'd be really interested to see what tom does with it yeah i know um he couldn't be here today he's in a bin somewhere but joe really really enjoyed playing it and wouldn't stop talking about all the different things you could do with the mechanics and different ideas yes so it definitely appealed to to him on that sort of level so it'd be really really good we'll keep you up to date i think it's really accessible um and i think it's going to have quite a wide appeal so it'd be interesting to see what theme they settle on yeah by about sort of the, the turns are only taken a couple minutes each and by the third or fourth turn we knew what we were doing. Yeah, uh, we were kind of running the game ourselves, mm, and totally. he was just there. Tom was just kind of going, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." Or oh, he's done that, um, rather than actually still teaching us the game. So yeah. a bit like Stackbots, um, you know, there's 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 a theme coming across between the different games of things that are maybe easy to get into, yeah. simple to learn, but with some depth to them as well. Yeah, so I'd highly recommend that you, you know, follow Dog-Eared Games on social media and maybe check out their website because they're going to be updating it soon with some more information on their new games. And also listen to us because we're going to tell you when it comes out as well. Absolutely. If you enjoyed this video, please make sure to like and subscribe for more tabletop and video gaming videos, reviews, and a weekly podcast featuring me and my little friends. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as at criticaltwits.com. So until next time, goodbye. (laughs) 